It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Boy, it's good to be back with this crew. I have missed DeMarco and Ann. Mike Boozer's across the way doing traffic. Tina Douglas just stepped out of the news booth, back into the newsroom. Here we are together again, and it is December 10th. Glad to be with you this morning on Green and Growing. I can't believe the year's almost over. I mean, I've already kind of started riding 2023 in anticipation of, of a lot of things that I'm, you know, thinking ahead to. So, yeah, three more Saturdays, right? Yeah, three more Saturdays uh, before, no, four. The 31st is Saturday. So we're going to be live. We're going to be with you every Saturday throughout the holidays. And I can't wait to hear from you what you're getting into, holiday traditions that you're going to be taking part in or that you're already preparing for, whether it's baking cookies with the grandchildren, going out and cutting your own Christmas tree. Uh, You have some charity that you go work for every year. I want to hear about that stuff. I want to hear about that stuff today and throughout the next few Saturdays that we're together till the end of the year. 404-872-0750. And I hope all of you are well. This, All of this respiratory congestion, cold and flu, COVID stuff is still going around. And it has knocked a number of us uh, on our tails here at the radio station for a little while as well. So keep your distance. Stay healthy. No one has time to get sick over the holidays. And Yours truly is very included in that. And I've got some tennis matches this weekend. <clears throat> so I hope the other uh, opposing doubles teams aren't listening because they're going to take full advantage of me this weekend. I'm not up to 100%, but we'll do our best. 404-872-0750. So coming up on the show, last Saturday, I was so excited to bring you my interview with Mark Hoban. And sure enough, he's superintendent of the Rivermont Golf Club and got a lot of positive responses on the Facebook page about my interview with Mark. And he himself was impressed. He was like, how did you make me sound that good? Um, and he sounded good on his own, but I had a fun time putting that together. It's so tough to go out and interview these these cool people on their turf, run tape, 40 minutes maybe, um, of good stuff. And I got to get it down to maybe like 16 minutes uh, to present to all of you. So there's a lot of things that... Uh, hit the editing room floor. So I will have a little bit more with Mark and one of his horticulturalists on staff, Rebecca Melvin, young horticulturalist, so excited about the industry, has a good scientific brain, just a really smart young lady that I didn't really get to introduce you to last Saturday in the conversation with Mark. So a little bit more from them later on in the show. Mickey Gasaway joins me in studio. She is in route right now with her son, Josh, on the way to WSB. So any questions you have for her, um, she has twice the garden experience that I have, I'm going to say. I'm going to say twice. Uh, So any questions you've got from Mickey, feel free to call. And then Pike Nursery at 8.30. Charles Lampkin's going to join us with lawn and garden holiday tasks. And, you know, every Saturday I give you the top three things to do in the landscape. It was was tough to come up with the top three today because everything's been wet and soggy and we're all a little behind and we're all a little busy So, um, But they have some more maybe long-term, long-range thinking in preparation for getting cold, which if it ever gets cold, that would probably keep us all healthy as well. So a long show today. We've got three hours. We're together till 9, till Dave Baker kicks us out for the Home Fix-It show, 404-872-0750. Going right to the phones and saying good morning to Nicole and Griffin. Hey. Hi, Ashley. Happy birthday again. Thank say, you. Say hello to Mickey. Maybe she uh, listened. I didn't talk to her for a long time. We used to uh, talk to each other. But anyway, I didn't know you was playing tennis. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, I attempt to. I don't really know how good I am, but um, <laughs> but it's fun. It gets me out there, and I love the outdoors, and I love the neighborhood where I play. We're all really good friends. So um, I was never athletic as a kid. I was a band nerd, self-proclaimed band nerd. I was proud of that. Um, never athletic, but tennis is, is a thing I've taken to. I like it. It will keep you in shape. Oh, that's for sure. That's right. And when you miss as many balls as I do, you go running to the fences to oh, keep no. retrieving them. So, yeah, I run a lot. <laughs> the second best thing that's going to keep you in shape is gardening. That is the truth. I mean, oh. how many gardeners in their 70s and 80s and even 90s have you met? I've met a lot. I personally have met a lot. And so that really goes to show Vince Dooley. With as, as into gardening and horticulture as he was, lived a long, wonderful, curious, you know, knowledge-filled life. And so I really think there's something to be said for that, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It keeps you in shape, keeps you mind. Uh, kept, if you have too much stuff in your mind, you just go walk and garden, and the next day you feel so much better. Yeah. Well, a little sore, but, but in a good way, <laughs> depending on the gardening you do. Yeah. But anyway, I went to a farmer market, uh, which is my first love, because I go there two, three times a week. Are we talking about the one in Forest Park? Yes, yes, the the big one. Me and you, we went a few times. And I feed some chicken again, so I go in the dumpster, try to feed them. But anyway, a lot of Christmas tree. Okay, remember that. No farmer, no food. Yes, right. Because that gives them, because this time of the year maybe and the money don't come in as much. And for them, it's a side. The Christmas tree go everywhere. So they put it there, and uh, uh, it's not as expensive as the other place. But uh, that gives them a little money, and they're going to make you a good deal because they don't want to go back with them, you know. So uh, go to a farmer market. There's a lot of fruit and vegetable. And now, uh, what what are our selections as far as food right now at the farmers market? Are we doing you know like leafy stuff and Brussels sprouts and that kind of thing? Well, uh, this time of the year, uh, it comes from other like uh, Mexico and things. We get uh, ma- mango and uh, oh. Pecans from South Georgia, big time. Yeah, a neighbor of my mom's actually just gave her a big Ziploc bag of pecans and does every year, and it's so so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, apple come from uh, Canada and uh, cabbage a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Forget the watermelon. It's gone. No, no peppers either, right? No. (laughs) I would like avocados, but I, I think those are still a little... Tropicals, so they have to be uh, brought up here. No, they, uh, I see a lot of uh, avocado because they don't last long. They have, you well, know, they don't sell them a lot. The thing they about have... them to me is I get them in the grocery store and they're not ripe. Like I need them that night, you know, and then I buy them oh, at the yeah. grocery store and they're not ready and I get so annoyed. And then they're literally like bad the next day. Like I miss my window of opportunity. I can't tell yeah. you how many I've thrown out. It makes me sick. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they're too, they're either too hard. Uh, too much, yes. and the grocery store will not uh, lose money because they buy fruit and vegetables so early, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But anyway, it's time to plant some uh, tulips and pansy and uh, uh, specially. Oh, I did too because the the heart, the ground was so hard I could not dig up anything. Yeah. So uh, put put tulips like four or five inch and. Uh, and then Pansy, I bought them by the six-pack. Now the uh, mm, 
overgrown. Now, how do it, you how do you protect your pansies from deer, or do they bother them? Oh boy! Yeah, that's another thing. Uh-huh. I I put them. Most of them, I put them in a big pot in okay. front of the house. Yeah. You know, but I know if I put them in the back. But anyway, if they chew on it, the next spring they're going to be bigger. The next spring, the deer are going to be bigger, or the pansies are going to be oh, bigger. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if they chew on them, the pansies are gone, right? No, once they chew on it, maybe they won't come back. I'll put some some stuff on top of them. Yeah. And the pansy, because the root is right there, it's like you, you trim them, you know, take well, the flower. Like, off, yeah, it's like the know. deer deadhead them, but sometimes they go a little further than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, this is always a problem. But uh, if you have a dog, like your big dog. Uh, oh, Shadow will bark if they get anywhere close to the house. Oh, yeah. She barks at bunnies, though. Like, bunnies aren't bothering anybody. She loses her mind when she sees a bunny in the front yard. I'm like, come on, man. You think someone was coming in to murder me? Jeez, it's a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I caught the bunny. Okay, it was dead in the street. Oh. I bring it, bring him in the back. Okay. You should have seen my cat go after this meat. I mean, all day long, just, there was nothing left the next day. Then this Mr. Opossum died this uh, yesterday. I bring him, bring him uh, in the back. Nobody touch him. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he smells. The smell? The circle of maybe. life. Well, let me ask you one more question before we go. Um, since you are a gardener, and I know you've been working a lot this week, but with it being rainy, literally raining every day this past week, what garden tasks were you able to get done? Uh, you know what you can do because I have new beds, well, old beds that you just turn the soil and turn the soil and amend it, you know, the soil. So in the springtime, you'd be ready with fresh new soil because our clay is is really a big problem. So that's what I've been doing it. And uh, go and get some pine pine straw mm-hmm. because uh, uh, $4 a bale? I don't think so. Uh, but put them around your tree so uh, the roots don't, won't get dry when it comes to uh, some, uh, uh, winter, uh, summertime. Yeah. Because the pine tree, they drop a lot of pine tr- pine straw. Right. Oh, yeah. It's free yeah. free mulch. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Really. Well, always good to hear from you, and I'm glad you had some good adventures at the farmer's market. We'll have to do that when it warms up. All right, Ashley. I look forward to it, and thank you so much for remembering my birthday and for the cards. That was really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> have a good day. All right. You too, Nicole. Stay out of trouble this week. 404 Hope to hear from you when we return and the top three things to do in the landscape this weekend. Hopefully you've got time next on WSB. No matter how you listen, I'm really glad you do. Thank you for tuning in to 95.5 WSB. Here with you until 9 o'clock this morning, 404-872-0750. And from Channel 2 Chief Meteorologist Brad Nitz, the weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing. Today, partly cloudy. That rain has moved out. 0% chance for precipitation today. High of around 60, low of around 50, a little cooler tomorrow. Scattered morning showers with a high of 57. The complete forecast comes up in less than 10 minutes. Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Here's your garden to-do list this week. 
Well, that one sounds a little bit different. I forgot I mixed that in there. So that young group of children is from, uh, they're from Mill, Mill Creek Middle School in Woodstock. I went to go speak with them a few months ago. So it was a group of about 70 middle schoolers that I got to all shout the same thing at once. We had multiple takes. I'll just say that. All right. Your to-do list this weekend. Uh, number one, I want you to keep your poinsettias and your Christmas tree watered. I went away last weekend and, uh, whoa, boy, the, I came back and the poinsettia was not happy. So it's really important to keep them watered. Not too much, uh, but enough. You don't have to use anything fancy, just water. And make sure the water doesn't settle inside those foil wrappers around the poinsettias. That can be too much water, and that can lead to its its death as well. Uh, number two, keep bird feeders full. There's a lot of activity right now. If you want to attract cardinals, they like black oil, sunflower seeds, Finches, they're not really super gold right now, but they still look really nice. Finches like that thistle or niger seed and suet for the protein that they need in their diets to bulk up for the cold months ahead. And number three, plant woody vines like Carolina jessamine, wisteria, and cross vine now. Make sure to place them next to a sturdy uh, arbor or pergola and loosely tie the young vine with twine. And I've used thumbtacks as well to try to get my Carolina jessamine going in the right direction. It's It's tricky. You almost need three or four hands to be able to start training it right, but it's worth it. Uh, American Wisteria, Amethyst Falls, that is non-invasive. So that one's going to be probably one of the better ones. I think there's a Kentucky Wisteria as well. Just make sure you buy the right thing. Um, Of course, you can visit the website for the Georgia Native Plant Society as well. It's just gnps.org to make sure you're kind of on the right track, not getting something that's just going to have you in over your head. Um, The American wisteria, like the type amethyst falls, it can grow to 20 feet eventually if left unchecked, and it grows at about a third of the pace as the Asian species and needs very little pruning. So that's really good news if you've got a a great space that it needs to fill in. 404-872-0750. Go on wsbradio.com slash green and growing to check up on my website, uh, the latest podcasts of previous shows, blogs. Q&As from you and uh, the garden calendar, garden classes and opportunities and things going on, seasonal things going on around town. And also to click over to Clark's Christmas Kids. We still have about 6,000 gifts that we need to make Christmas very merry for all of Georgia's foster children. So WSBRadio.com, if you're feeling generous this weekend, that is a good cause. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Green and Growing on WSB. with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries on 95.5 WSB. All right. 6.36, early on a Saturday uh, morning. I started to say Saturday afternoon. I don't even know. It's still kind of drizzly, but it's going to dry up later today. So if you want to spend a little bit longer in bed and you're listening on your smart speaker, you're listening on your smartphone, that's okay with me. But I want you to call 404 750 Talk about your Christmas traditions, things that you're getting ready to do with the family, any garden questions you have. Of course, uh, that's never off limits. Anything you want, 404-872-0750. So a couple of gift ideas, um, and I will do a little more formal segment type deal um, on this in the coming Saturdays. 
if you are looking to shop for the gardener in your life, but books. I've actually had people email and Facebook message me, young gardeners, you know, that are into houseplants or that are into something specific. They're like, Ashley, can you, you know, give me some book ideas that I, I want to get these young people books to read about the topics that they so want to learn about. So I've got three really good resources for you. Um, number one, WalterReeves.com. I mean, hello, the Georgia Gardener. Uh, WalterReeves.com, when you go to his website and you scroll down to Walter's bookshelf and you can browse all of the books that he has written, co-written over the years, especially for people that are new to Georgia gardening. I mean, he covers every topic. So a lot of good books uh, by our friend Walter Reeves. Also, Joe Lample. So he can be found, and he's local. He has a national TV show on public broadcasting, um, Growing a Greener World. But he's local, right here in the metro Atlanta area. His website, joegardner.com, and scroll down and find resources there and books that Joe's written. I have two of his on my coffee table right now, as a matter of fact. And number three, Dr. Alan Armitage, uh, retired from the University of Georgia, uh, professor emeritus or emeritus professor at the University of Georgia in the horticulture department. So many good books from Dr. A as well. So if you follow him on Facebook or just go to alanarmitage.net, you'll see a lot of his books being promoted right now during a 12-day sale. And a cool thing about his website, alanarmitage.net, when you go there to order any books, type my name, Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, in the promo code, and you get free shipping. You don't even have to pay for shipping. Um, and he spells Alan, A-L-L-A-N, alanarmitage.net. So there's some good resources for you. So you can, you can actually save on some of these books right now, whether it's because they're on sale for Christmas or free shipping or something like that. And you can also save... On your Christmas decor right now, if you are like DeMarco and I, and you haven't quite gotten your act together, and Christmas is 15 days away, DeMarco, uh-oh. Yeah. But you've been a busy dude. Me I'm, too. I'm, I'm very busy, but I try to make time, and um, I have a plan for everything. I just don't follow through with it. Understood. So all of my Christmas decorations, everything is sitting there ready, stockings <laughs> to be hung, all of that's ready. I'm just I just don't have the tree and I don't I just haven't put it you know put it up yet. Yeah, they ain't gonna put themselves up and together. You got to do it, dude. But I mean, like you and I, I I we're similar in a lot of ways, and we've worked together for a number of years, probably ten years. Ten or years, more. actually, yeah. yeah. And we don't say no to people. We're like, oh, we have a commitment and obligation every single day. And then when you finally get home, you're like, I'm just too tired. I don't want to do the stuff you want to do. Yeah, can we make New Year's resolutions now? I'm gonna start saying no. Politely, in, in a good way, polite, a polite <laughs> no. Like, you know, unfortunately, yeah. I'm not going to be able to yeah. because I, I say yes to everything and I'm always everywhere, you know, every time I'm needed. Yeah. Um, so I don't have time to do the personal stuff like, you know, hang up my Christmas right. decorations. Well, you and I talked a couple weeks ago and you literally had like three obligations in one day. And that sounds like <laughs> a typical day for me. And my husband's like, can you just keep it at one? Like politely tell the other two yeah. no. Just, you know, so it's, it's possible <laughs> to do. But I have a deal for you. Oh, wow. And I don't know if anybody's listening, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you about this. So at Pike Nursery right now through Sunday, get a $50 Pike gift card with the purchase of any Christmas tree in stand. Oh, really? So can I save you $50? That that that, that would definitely help. Yeah? That can mm-hmm. go towards a gift. Yeah, I know, right? $50 is a lot. Yes. So $50 gift card, Pike gift card with the purchase of any Christmas tree with a stand. And also if you want to buy a wreath, you get a $10 gift card, a Pike gift card. So what you need to do, DeMarco, and like I said, I don't know if anybody's listening, but I want you to go to pikenursery.com, and you can get the coupon right there on their website. Or if you follow them on Facebook, I know you do, but search Facebook for Pike Nurseries, and you have to get the coupon. Just show it to them on your smartphone. 
bam, you buy the Christmas tree, you get a $50 Pike gift card, everybody so walks easy. away happy. Mm-hmm. So easy, simple. So and, see, and us procrastinators are getting rewarded right now. Now, now it's like I'm kind of glad I waited. Yeah, right. So yeah, I can go and knock all that out today. I mean, I think you could probably get, you know, for all the women in your life, and well, I mean like, you know, mom, grandma, sisters, all everybody. that kind of thing. Yeah, everybody. I mean, I was like, DeMarco has a thousand girlfriends. He, <laughs> might, he might, but you, well, the $50 gift card I can't go say that a thousand, far. Ashley. <laughs> but with this $50 Pike gift card, I think you could reasonably get three solid gifts with a $50 gift card. I really I, I really can. I think so. Yes. You could stretch it. Yes. Okay. If I don't end up spending it on myself. You well, know, yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. I know you walk into Pike and you like go in for one thing and you end up with like five or six things. It's happened to me, too. So there you go. There's a tip. So procrastinators awesome. unite. We're Thank rewarded. You. I'm glad. I'm glad You're you... welcome. So that offer is good through tomorrow. December 11th. So you got to do it. Go to pikenursery.com and get that coupon. Show it to them on your phone and away you go. And like I said, if you get a live wreath, you get a $10 Pike gift card with the purchase of a wreath. 404-872-0750 out to the phones. Rockdale County and Jesse's on the air. Hey, Jesse, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks again for taking another question. Of course. We've got a large outside cactus, probably there again, about 40 years old, and I can describe it in the spring or summer, it produces, looks like a burgundy fruit about the size of a lemon, and then a beautiful yellow bloom. How do I propagate it? So, <laughs> Is seeds or what? That sounds like prickly pear. Is that a prickly pear cactus, maybe? Probably so, yeah. Okay, I think so, because, yeah, that, uh, the, the way you described the showy flowers and the fruits and things like that. That sounds like it to me. So you got to put on heavy gloves when you're taking a cutting from it. It's got to be a healthy, you know, cactus. It's got to be doing really well. Um, Place the cutting kind of like on a flat surface in filtered sunlight. You got to choose a room that has a pretty consistent temperature. So if you're going to be doing that inside like a, you know, 60 to 70 degree temperature inside a sunroom or just a really bright room or something, that's going to be fine to go ahead and get started on that. But the soil is so important, obviously, with the cactus. I mean, we could use any potting soil if we're propagating any kind of other plant, but you're going to have to use uh, perlite. Like you want to buy a bag of perlite, yeah, because that kind of keeps the soil drained well and it doesn't stay wet. And then any other kind of well-draining Medium, so you could use regular potting soil mixed with perlite. Okay. Let me, quick question. I'm I'm looking at the plant right now. It's got the big uh, fruit look on it. Mm-hmm. Um, where do I take it from the ground, or just one of the big round what it petals? One, or? one of the paddles you could do. One of the paddles, mm-hmm. just clip it off where it's connected to another one. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and just use you know something really sharp. Have gloves. Make a good oh, yeah. cut. Yep. Yep. So and you said lay it, I've got a sunroom, lay it on what? You said lay it on some newspaper maybe in the sunroom for a while? Yeah, just a, just a room that stays dry. You kind of want the cut edge to callus over a little bit. That's why you're going to leave it there. So I guess it could take maybe up to a week. I mean, you want to kind of keep okay, checking before, it. But, yeah, yeah. So that has before to. Before planting, okay. Yes, yep. So that needs to form kind of a callus over it. And then when you have this mixture of perlite and potting soil, you obviously, you always use a container with drainage holes. No one should ever yeah. plant a, a plant in something that doesn't have holes in it. So you're going to get the right size pot, you know, for that. Set the cactus with that callage, the calloused edge that's dried over resting on the soil. So you don't really even have to push it down too far. It just really needs okay. to be kind of at the surface there. 
and then tap that soil kind of around it to make sure it stays upright on its own. And you don't have to water a whole lot. Again, filtered sunlight, you know, it does need need to be near a sunny window, but it's going right. to be okay. Yeah. So I, I need to wait until spring or summer to do this, right? You could do it now as long as the cactus looks okay. I don't really know what its winter habits are. I mean, is it still, it, it doesn't like die off or go dormant or anything, right? Oh, no, no. It's, I just walked out to it. It's under one of our floodlights. It's about six feet tall and eight feet wide. Yeah, so I think it's, I think it's not you're, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you're good to do it anytime. And then really what this is going to do when we propagate stuff this time of year and we've got to keep it indoors, I think that's better on us cuz we t- we pay more attention to it. So then we know when the weather starts getting warmer in April and May, we can start bringing those things out whereas if you're propagating something and you're left to leave it, you know, out on the back deck and the patio for the summer months and you get busy, you kind of tend to forget about those things, but when they're indoors, Bye you're a little more responsible in looking after it. So I think this is going to be good. Now, it's probably going to need to just kind of do its thing in the container for almost a year. I mean, it's going to take a while to really, right. you know, get going on its own, but then it'll be able to be transplanted outside once, you know, the warm weather arrives maybe a year from now, you know, over a year from now, and you'll be able to put it outside and start a new plant. Okay. And it's called, you mix pre-light with uh, potting soil? Perlite, P-E-R. Per. L-I-T-E, perlite. So it's a bag of like white little beads almost. And like I said, mixed with soil, that just gives a lot more air to the soil where that potting mix isn't going to stay too wet. Obviously, a cactus being a succulent, that that soil needs to drain really well. Right. Will do. Thank you again so much. I've got so many plants in pots and seeds on a refrigerator in in envelopes now. I'll tell you. It's fun, though, (laughs) isn't it? I mean, it's exciting to really see what you can do. You're kind of like a mad scientist type and being like, I did that. I was able to do it. I'm going to get to transplant these at our new house, you know? (laughs) Yes, that's right. Well, you call any time. I know I've said that before, Jesse, but I always love hearing from you. That's great. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Have a great weekend. Thank you. That's exciting. 404-872-0750. In just a few minutes, we'll talk to Judy in Woodstock. I want to take a break early because when we come back, I do want you to hear from Rebecca Melvin, who works under Mark Hoban, the superintendent at Rivermont Golf Club, and a couple of things they taught me about ornamental grasses. I'm really getting into those, and they're easier than you think. When we come back on Green and Growing, stay tuned to WSB. Thank you, Mr. Slade. All right, the weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing and from Channel 2 Chief Meteorologist Brad Nitz. Today, partly cloudy. It's going to dry out with a high around 60. It'll be pretty pleasant. A chance for scattered morning showers back tomorrow. High of 57 and mostly cloudy starting your work week. Okay, so you got to go on wsbradio.com slash green and growing and listen back to uh, last Saturday's show in case you missed it under the on-demand section of the website. Um, Hour number two, the seven o'clock hour last Saturday, was Superintendent Mark Hoban over at Rivermont Golf Club in Johns Creek. And boy, we had a cool conversation. And you don't have to be in golf course management to appreciate all the knowledge and different trials and things that Mark does. And the the incredible plantings and ways that he makes golfers feel so at home and the the neighborhood just really, really pleasant. Uh, for neighbors in the way he takes care of those 18 holes, for sure. So with him, though, horticulturalist 
uh, Rebecca Melvin, just young and enthusiastic, and she really has a passion for ornamental grasses. So I had to pick her brain and ask her a few questions. And we're talking about grasses, ornamental grasses, and you have a lot of knowledge about them. You know a lot about them. How many times a year do you really need to cut some of them back? Probably only once a year, really. Um, The best time to do it, if it's a warm season grass, do it in the spring. Before growing season, if it's the cool season grass, you want to cut it in the summer so you can get the nice, pretty inflorescence that the seed color in the fall, like the uh, pink muley here that's in front of me. That's a warm season grass, so you don't want to cut it until after the seed goes away. And you talked about how easy they are to transplant, too. Out of one clump of, say, maidenhair or pink muley or something, you can get a number of different plants and easy to transplant, yeah? Very easy. They almost come apart by themselves, so you don't even have to work very hard at sectioning them off. It kind of makes everything stand out, um, especially in an off-season garden where things aren't flowering anymore. Maybe it would be good to put a nice grass in to get a pop of color. And now pampas grass has a bad reputation because it's really, really rough to cut. But with these more wispy grasses, what do you use? Pruning shears and um, the saw, really. So it's they're very easy. Just take one third of the plant off. It's pretty easy to do. And you said it looks ugly at first, but how long is it going to be before it rebounds and starts look, looking good again? Probably about three months maximum. And there's more to many of the holes other than just your turf grasses, looking at fescue, zoysia, and Bermuda. Superintendent Mark Hoban is a big fan of another one. And then the native grasses, the broom sedge, little blue stem. So we have all sorts of colors and heights, uh, texture differences. So it's really attractive. And the high grasses frame the holes for the golfers. And uh, it's also a nice nesting area for the wildlife that really is incorporated for the golfer. Now, what would you say is an advantage of the broom sedge for a homeowner? You don't mow it. You don't fertilize it. You don't use pesticides. You don't irrigate it. So it's kind of a, a maintenance-free type of yard. But, you know, most homeowners want, want a little bit more than uh, just that natural look. But it gives some good motion, too, some good movement out on the course on a windy day. Sure, and you've got the color differences because it's a warm season. It'll be green in the summer, and you could mow it once a year. And then you've got that pumpkin orange color in the fall, which is really, to me, a wow. So, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, and it'll bring in the, uh, bring in the wildlife into the purview. And you're self-sustaining in that you obtain the seeds from this, and you're able to just continuously plant it. Correct. We'll harvest the seed every fall and, and then go back in the spring and, and put in new areas. So we've gone from a wall-to-wall Bermuda course to taking out 35 acres and putting it in these native grasses. And just every time I say that, just think of all the things we're not having to do culturally to manage it. We kind of let it go. And, and so we're really sustainable in that respect. So long before my conversation with Mark and Rebecca meeting them just a month or two ago, I already had fallen in love with just the different options of ornamental grasses. And boy, I had Brian Albini of Pike Nursery come out and do a landscape design for me. Two of my must-haves, I told Brian, I said, in the front yard, I want pink muley grass in the landscape design, and I want kaleidoscope abelia. And I got both. I'm so happy. So ornamental grasses, good space filler. I could talk more about them. But DeMarco's playing the music. That means I got to go. Tina Douglas has to do the news. Back with Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery and answering all of your questions. And Judy Woodstock, stay tuned. 404 872 